this is Jordan Delvin, the import killer, the OTT world champion, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio today with me is my my two co-hosts. First off, we have our my main roster mate that's been here every day. Jose together. how's everybody doing? How are you guys doing today? I'm good. How are you, man? Great, great. Good, good. And we have a new guest, or a new host of the Raw Review, uh, Mr. Noah Watts. Yep, the kid. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Yeah? It's pretty cold, but, you know. I'm, San Francisco, you know? Yeah, I dig it. You know, you're, I dig it. You're, you're, you're hailing all the way from Stockton? Or? Stockton. Nice, nice. Hot. Nice. Well, we're micro microclimates here because over by my house, I have the sun in the backyard. Where are you in so, the mission? In the out. It's hard to explain. Portola. Okay. 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 Nice. I'm like on the cusp of Portola Visitation Valley, and uh, what's that? Silver Terrace. Something like. I don't so know. it's you know I'm at the crossroads yeah. where 101 and 280 meet. Okay. But guys, enough talking about our own our our personal homes. Yeah, please. Don't you could find me. us. At uh, City Wrestling Radio's home at soundcloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcasts, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and Castbox. Mm-hmm. If you want to follow us on social media, we need questions, comments. We need your input on everything, guys. Please. Fan driven, fan driven. Hit us up, social media at CWR415. That's at CWR415. No, we're going to. I know you have your own personal channel, don't I you? I do have my own personal channel. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's youtube.com backslash uh, Watts Brand okay, USA. Nice. Yeah. Nice, the Watts brand. You got to get yeah. like a st- like an actual. St- you have a stamp yet? No, I don't have a stamp. You need to get a rubber stamp made. The for only that. thing I have is stickers. And that, okay, that's, and that's it. That's one up on us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but guys, this is uh. Let's let's talk. Let's talk to you for a second, Noah. Like, Go ahead. what uh, what you said? You're you're a big time wrestling fan. The fans don't know you yet. You know, um, big time. Been watching since I was eight. Uh, what's your favorite wrestler? <laughs> uh, there's so many. but yeah, I yeah, have yeah. to go with Adam Cole. Adam Cole right now. Oh, he's. I've been watching him since like, uh, like, I think the original Mount Rushmore in PWG. Oh damn! That's when I started watching him, and I don't know. I've just been following him ever since. That even goes further back than my indie days because I I was pretty much WWE until like. Well, I started watching WWE, but then my friend like few years back he goes oh you need to watch independent so as i started watching more independent i found pwg and i just found like dvds from like local like wrestling stores from my area those are the best and of course buy them and they were hella cheap at the time Mm -hmm. and you know watching like adam cole kevin steen the bucks and all those guys were freaking great no dude it's pretty awesome like growing up like i said all i had was wcw wwe and then my stepdad like randomly watched like some pan craze stuff okay so like that was on in the background but i didn't really like notice it you know yeah as indies i got was uh, I'm like ECW. that's not hulk hogan i don't yeah. care <laughs> that was like little eight-year-old me you know right I, mean? so. I did the ecw thing okay uh when it was eastern championship wrestling oh. pre-internet oh yeah those uh, underground tapes the, you would get at uh comic conventions the uh awesome. the nwa territory days right yeah 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 but guys, let's let's get into it. Monday Night Raw last night from Denver, Colorado. There's a lot to talk about from last night. What did you guys think of the show in general? A uh, good show. A lot of side missions mm. and uh, non-scripted moments that carried the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, entertaining for Raw. Uh, I wouldn't say it's entertaining for SmackDown, but it's entertaining for Raw. For Raw, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Noah? I mean. I agree. There's too many like side things, and they weren't really focusing on the main mission. Like, I get that the main mission is like you know the shield and right. Corbin, the dissension well, of Drew McIntyre blah, or blah, blah. Dean yeah. Ambrose or whatever. Exactly, but yeah. I don't know. They like to focus on a lot of different stuff, and it kind of made the show a little annoying. But at the end, it actually was a great show, especially um, the main event. Yeah, the one thing I can say about the show is that like. It didn't feel as long as usual. No, it felt very short. Yeah. And I think that's because of all the little random things and that per- happened in the show, like, you know, the whole Brie Bella thing, which we'll get into in a minute. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get into it. And, and uh, you know, just we'll, we'll get into it. We're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to roast your Brie. Not no, that, not no. that much. No. no. Maybe. But, um, we got some stuff to say, though. Yeah. Happy uh, birthday, Steph. Yeah. First off, uh, we start off with uh, 
Baron Corbin in the arena welcoming Stephanie McMahon. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> And uh, yeah, friend he, of the show, friend of the show. Yeah. Well, he's kind of the enemy of the show. Yeah, he blocked us on Twitter. Oh. Yeah. Man. I don't know why. I just said like you should go after a title. It's all right. You know. He he gets stressed out. He's got a lot of paperwork right now. A lot of paperwork, mm-hmm. especially as the acting general manager. Payroll. Yeah. Got to do payroll. Uh, but yeah. Stephanie was not happy with his job as acting general manager because he, you know, booking himself in a in a universal title shot last week and letting the shield run rampant. She's you know said if you got a problem with the shield, get two members. Get two partners tonight and go after them yourselves. Take care of business, or Kurt will be back from his vacation sooner than anticipated. I kind of hope Kurt Angle comes where back. Where is Kurt? Like, uh, where is he? Is he in like the? Bahamas I think he's le- legit on vacation. Yeah, oh. but I know I saw a tweet he put out a couple weeks ago, and it was really like he's like, I don't know how long I'm going to be on vacation for. You know, I haven't been given a word. And I, some people were saying it was kind of a shoot, but I was like, no, it's it's kind of storyline. Of course, yeah, it's storyline. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I'm hoping he's just like taking a break and, you know, I'm babysitting duties, picking up the kids from school. He's got a little one. I just hope well, this right. doesn't, I just really hope this doesn't turn to Corbin versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. I hope that's not oh, a God. thing. Ugh. That would like, what a waste of a Kurt Angle match. Maybe tables, ladders, chairs. Or Survivor Series, maybe. Yeah. Oh, where like Kurt, team Corbin Kurt gets a team and Corbin yeah. gets a team. I could see that. That would be Classic cool. Survivor Series. Then, you know, the Winning Shield. Team yeah. take, of course. For control of Raw. Uh, but then, you know, Triple H gets out of the car and he just kind of sh- uh, chuckles at Baron and walks away. You, you take care of it. You know, when you get out of here. Uh, next up, we have the Shield coming down to the ring. Uh, if they're first off, they, they kind of, the first part of this promo they did was a little. Like, they were just kind of foreshadowing what was going to happen. They were holding up their titles, saying, these are the the keys to the kingdom right here. Yeah, with Ambrose just, like, in the back, being like, all right, you guys do just your Just, like, thing. muttering and, like, I'll, I'll, I'll pace back and forth. Yeah. He did grab the mic first, though, yeah? He did. Yeah, yeah. He, he started did. talking first. Yeah. Um, then, then uh, what he's, Roman says, like, the only men that deserve these championships are standing right here in the ring, which I thought was like, yeah, no, you're right. Dean Ambrose does deserve that exactly. intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Seth, uh, tells, tells Corbin, well, Corbin comes out and he, you know, he starts, uh, well, not Corbin, I'm sorry. I'm getting confused right now. This is, this is a new environment for me right yeah. now. I'm getting used to everything. New people in here. <laughs> Meeting new people. Uh, no, first off, I think Braun, McIntyre, and Ziggler come out, right? Corbin comes out first. No, you're right. Corbin okay, okay. Okay, Corbin comes out first and then, uh, starts running them down. He tried to bring them down to the ring. That's when uh, he says, if I could find two partners because everybody wants to beat you up tonight, uh-huh. you know, Everyone. like these guys. And then, then Braun, nobody likes you. Yeah. Braun Ziggler and uh, McIntyre come out. And man, it's it's hard to make Braun Strowman a heel, isn't it? Oh, it's so hard, especially as soon as he came out before, like he could say anything. Everyone was just cheering for he him. He had to take a step back, I think. Mm-hmm. Like he, they're mm-hmm. starting to realize like he can't be. Like, it's not really working, but he's going to. They're going to do something, and Strowman's going to get booed hella bad. But I'm just waiting for them to do something. Yeah. Um, you know, that's when the they start to... The Dogs of War, are they still called that? I think that's what Braun just calls them. Okay. I don't think that's the faction These name. These are my dogs. I heard him called the Pack. The Pack. Uh, but that, I heard... That sounds something that Michael Cole will make yeah. up. Yeah. But I heard Riot Squad being referred to as the Pack. So... It's a lot of packs in wrestling. Yeah. Wolf Pack. Yeah. Six pack, um, pack. yeah, looks well, like the same person, <laughs> same but yeah, same, yeah. Pack. same pack right there. Uh, but then same um, pack. Braun starts um, starts hinting. He says, "The four of us are going to take the two of you out." And Seth's like, well, "What are you talking about? Your math's all wrong." And they start saying, "I could see the dissension." Uh, they start talking about Dean Ambrose uh, descending from the shield. Mm-hmm. And she needs you. You don't need the shield. And you know, I guess the original plan before he got injured was for him to turn on the shield. You know, so says right. the Meltzer. That, yeah, Meltzer, he's known for being right majority of the time. But but that was the plan. You know, that's what he says sometimes. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they book on the fly. I they so, really, especially when it comes to people coming back, like they like to kind of really plan out for his return and what he will do. But then he comes back, and then all those plans get thrown out the window almost yeah. instantly. And I think WWE is one of those places too that's like they've had everything planned at any moment. Like like they've probably had Roman turning heel at a certain they've had John Cena turn heel at one point, yeah. you yeah. know, planned. So like I just think they're just all over the place and they're just I like I mean when Roman and Cena faced off uh, they were booking or they wanted 
Cena to be the heel in the match. Right. But, like, it just wasn't working. So, well, just... I'm, I'm referring back to when, remember when Cena said he was, I guess, way back in the day when he said he got new gear and he changed his move set up and he even had new music ready to go to turn heel and they were going to turn him heel. Oh, yeah. This I, was in what, 2000? Late 2000. Well, I don't know. Like 2009? Yeah, somewhat. Let's just yeah, say that. Maybe. D- dart on the wall right there and yeah. figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it would have been cool, but WWE is all over the place. They've had everything planned at every moment. Wink, wink. Um, that's when uh, they Seth tells uh, Braun and, and everyone to get down here and they'll fight right there. Corbin stops the fight and then. No, no, no. No. You guys now. need to defend your tag team titles. And yeah. No, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole plan. Uh, Bra almost ensues, but Corbin stops everything. So, you know, think uh, Corbin's finally doing his job. That's at least all we can get out of this, okay. right? Steph lit a fire under his ass. Next up, we have uh, Finn Balor with Bailey versus Jinder Mahal and Alicia with Alicia Fox and Sunil Singh in his corner. I mean, this was a match. Everybody takes a deep breath. Listen, <sighs> um, around this time last year, Corbin, I'm not Corbin, um, Jinder, Jinder oh. was WWE champion. Yeah. And now he's on Raw, and it's like currently in the ring, Jinder Mahal. It's like, Wow. This guy has fallen a lot. Oh, he took he took the job wrench in on last oh, night. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah, um, I do like the whole uh, Bailey Balor connection thing on the mix match challenge. Sure. Yeah, because and, of like the history that they had in NXT. Yeah, they have legit um, chemistry together. Exactly. I like how Bailey came out with a Balor Club shirt. You yeah. know, she gave a little too sweet to Finn as he was getting in the ring. Right. Uh, that's not cool. Hey, well, maybe she's that's, an official member now. I hope so. I, I want to see uh, receipts. And uh, so. At a certain point of this match, though, I mean, it wasn't wasn't really much of a match. It's kind of headlock city, I feel, as uh, I say. Here's my notes. Uh, missed the first half of the match catching up on emails. Bailey cheats, bashed uh, Alicia, and Sunil. Well, Sunil cheated first. He tried to grab Balor. I missed that. I must have been looking down on my phone. See? <laughs> See? Um, that's when uh, Bailey grabs uh, Jinder's leg, and you know, eventually Balor gets the roll-up win on uh, Jinder Mahal. Cheap. And yeah, and it, it was fun. Um, after the match, though, Jinder Mahal kind of tears apart Sunil Singh. Yeah, why then, is he getting heat? What's going on? And then all of a sudden, Shanti with a huge glob of spit on his lip. Oh, oh that was so gross. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but and how about Alicia's aggressive Shanti? She's supposed to be centered. And well, according to Michael Cole, um, she doesn't know that it's Shanti. She thinks they're, or is it Corey Graves? Someone said that last night, uh, Alicia Fox thinks he's saying a Shanti. Like the the girl that does the song with Jaw Rule, uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God. and I was I thought that was yeah. okay, sure. Okay. That sounds like yeah. more of a Corey Graves reference. It definitely does sound like it. Um, yeah, no, yeah. All right, so here we go. Next up, Natty and the Bella Twins versus the Riot Squad, oh, guys. Jesus. I mean, if you were gonna pick a day to start, Noah picked a good day. Oh good day. yeah, definitely. So it it was something, all right. All right. So the the story in this match isn't really the okay. It is the match, but it starts off with Nikki and well. Uh, originally, before the show even started, it was supposed to be Ruby Riot against Brie Bella. Yeah, it was supposed to be a okay, singles yeah, match. Yeah. That's what it yeah. was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Then they they did some you know YouTube WWE.com thing. I well, I somewhat feel like if they wonder if they said Brie's not ready to be in a one on one match in this. To hold her own in a one-on-one, I, that's just me speculating. Yeah, but she spent the most ring time in there too. That's true. She was the face in peril. She was. Yeah, uh, but the story of the match, like, so Liv and Nikki Bella started the match. Eventually, Nikki Bella tags in Brie. Right off the bat, she steps on Liv's hand. Does she? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, didn't she's picking up off the ground. Right off the bat, Whoa. she steps on her hand. And then she gives her the. Uh, she starts doing the yes kicks. I think she hits about three of them. Okay, right, and then the they were all right, and then the the fourth one. Everyone she, but everyone she did, she was pointing at the girls in the corner, at Sarah Logan Mm -hmm. and uh, Ruby Riot. This one's for you. 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 Boom, boom, boom. I, I mean, I did notice Liv kind of looked down a little bit. Yeah, like the first one, she was looking up, but I don't. I think maybe she was expecting her to stop, but then Brie came at her anyway. Yeah, so it was the pacing of it. It was the pacing of it because she sped up as soon as she hit those two. Because she hit those two in you know back to back, like boom, boom. Yeah, no, it it, it sucks because you know they're on TV, and you know I asked a friend of mine who's you know he he works in professional wrestling. He does professional wrestling, and you know who would have thunk? I have a friend in professional wrestling, and uh, you know he was just saying how like they 
I mean, what could they have really? Because I know Meltzer this morning was going off, and Alvarez was saying like, "Why didn't the ref stop the match? Why didn't they get her out?" You know, you know, sometimes you just can't stop the match, like especially on TV like that. Like, yeah, it's weird. I think there's like a performer side of this, and then there's like that, like the the show must go on. Yeah, like well, like because that's like the performer side of it. Yeah, like finish the match. Yeah, yeah. Where the spectator side of it is like, no, you should probably stop this match. Probably should because you can tell she was hurt, and um, it was confirmed this morning that she does have a concussion. Yeah. Oh wow. So, but I mean, hope, yeah, I think she's gonna be okay. She's gonna, of course, she'll be all right yeah. uh, for Super Showdown because I don't even think she's on Evolution. She, okay. She might. I don't know. She's like, I want Brie. Bring her on. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, um, Ruby, I think, got a receipt on her a little later on. What, in the headlock? Yeah. Well, dude, she little, had that thing locked in tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a reason for that, too. But let's continue. So the ref isn't paying attention. Uh-huh. And he's looking off well, hold, the well, side of the ring the whole time. Well, first off, well, Brie, Brie like, for, she goes for the pin yeah. after the yes kicks. Yeah. And I'm, which is kind of like I'm thinking, and then everyone's talking about how like you shouldn't move her, you know, concussion. She could have messed up neck, or you don't know. Yeah, you don't really know what's going on. Yeah, um, she did seem like she was trying to protect her while she was doing it, though. Yeah, I, mean, I will totally, say that totally. Uh, they were communicating. Yeah, Brie was over her. Oh, Brie put her head right next to her. And yeah, you can tell she was probably like, "I'm sorry, right here." Yeah, are you okay? Can we let's do something where you throw me into the corner? Yeah, but her legs were jello. Mm-hmm. It's like, jello. all right, I'm just gonna. Try to pick you up so you can tag out or something yeah, like yeah, that. Or, yeah, because uh, she did try. Liv Morgan did try to like ram Nikki towards the corner, mm-hmm. but her legs just gave out. Yeah, they just went out from under. Man, yeah, it's it's unfortunate, man. And and what else were you saying was happening after that, Jose? Okay, so she tags out. Yeah, rolls out, and the ref isn't paying any attention to mm-hmm. what's happening in the ring. So you see that roll up. That I think it was Ruby, and no, um. I'm sorry, uh, Brie yeah. rolled her up. She was in the headlock and yeah. rolled Ruby up. And the count was to 100. He's like, ref, pay attention, ref, ref. But he's looking at Liv outside yeah, yeah, the whole time. So they get out of that move, and Ruby is distracted. She's staring outside looking at Liv. The ref is looking at Liv. And they do a spot where somebody throws somebody into the corner, and the ref almost gets trampled uh, by one of the girls because yeah, yeah. he wasn't paying attention. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Then he jumps out of the way just in time. Whoa, 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 whoa. And um, According to Fightful.com this morning, I guess this, like rumor has it that they were saying from gorilla position to try to keep her out of the, to tell the ref try to keep Liv out of the match. Yeah. Um, but then they Liv kept running in and she insisted on doing the the triple suplex. Triple suplex and it looked great and she looked great doing it. Yeah. But she was a little shaky on the outside. But then according to Michael Cole, she got taken back to the locker room. What she knows, she was she was there in the corner, was, yeah, of the next outside. to the ring the yeah. entire time. Being, she was being looked at by Doctor uh, Doctor Amon, right? Yeah, I believe so. That's the main doctor that always. Yeah, comes probably is Z Pack. No, that's for it's like antibiotics, right? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, no Z Packs here. Yeah, so props for Liv um, doing that bump yeah. in that spot. Yeah, I mean she's she's her. one hell of a performer. Yeah. Good, good for her. It's awesome. I mean, unless she at least she got through it, okay. Um, Brie. Um, Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm going to choose my words very carefully because you know there has been some controversy this past weekend. Okay, well, can I can I just say one more spot? Yeah, yeah. So there was a slingshot that Ruby pulled on Bree. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not Ruby. I'm sorry, Liv Morgan pulled on Bree. Slingshot to Ruby Riot on the outside, and the spot was supposed to be for Ruby, of course, to hit Bree so she can tag and get in. Instead, Bree punches her in the mouth. Oh, I noticed that. Yeah. And it you, was stiff. you see the yeah. look on uh, Ruby's face. Like, what of, the? Like, wh- I was wondering this whole that whole match, and I know it started off bad, just with the whole Liv Morgan thing. But it seemed to me that Brie, especially, but the Bellas were working a little bit stiffer than usual. Yeah, okay. yeah, they I, they were. And I don't know, and I don't know if it had anything to do with the criticism they received over the weekend, and they were trying to show that like we're. We're not just divas. We're, we're tough. We're tough. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said, I'm going to choose my words very carefully here because of everything that happened this weekend. And uh, But Brie, I think she, she like, she just needs some time. She needs some time to shake off that rust, man. Relegation. Mm. Yeah. 
I don't know. They should put on more live shows and stuff so she can really get that. And I wonder if she is doing live shows or she's just showing up for the the tapings. I think she's just showing up for the tapings unless like the live shows is like in Arizona or she needs to climb that ladder or something Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, there's like a but, there's a whole performance center she can fly yeah, to. She needs to reclimb that ladder. And, and Nikki had that one that one trainer she was working with in Orlando, right? I, or in Florida somewhere. Yeah. When she was uh, in Total Bellas, mm-hmm. oh, one of the yeah, one of those shows. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the end of the match had the right kick to uh, to Natty with um, a pin, Ruby Wright over Natalia. So. I guess it keeps everything going. It was kind of weird how... I mean, I guess the whole match was called on the fly because of the Liv Morgan thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure as soon as that happened, we're like, okay, we need to like cut a lot of, st- of time. Mm. So it felt like it was like as soon as Liv got hurt, like they rushed it. Yeah, no like, They rushed that triple suplex. They, they rushed that entire end. Yeah. Next up, we have the, uh, the Connors Cure segment of the night. And uh, I mean... Shields front and center. Roman is right dead center. I did like when the, all the superstars come out. Uh, you see Dean come out, and then Braun comes out like, right next to him, and mm. Dean kind of gives him this little like, ah, what are you doing there? And he goes <laughs> to the other side of the ramp. Um, yeah. I mean, Connor's, Connor's cure, eh? Good, good on you, kids. Yeah, but, but Roman looks like he's at a funeral and not at a, you know, celebrating life. He's, he's like just quiet. and head down and yeah. dressed all in black. Yeah. Um, they give title belts to two little kids and um, yeah. legit and then, belts and too. Then yeah, they gave like two hundred grand to Connor's Cure. Oh, the like people that. from like Ford or whatever. Hyundai, Hyundai, Hyundai. That's right. Um, sorry guys, I know. It's okay for for your easy drives. Choice, choose Hyundai or Hyundai. Um, yeah, it's uh, I like it. it's funny because Triple H is like in the segment. He's total dad Triple H here. Of yeah. course, like he's just like hey, hey, show that dance you were doing. Don't be embarrassed. It's all right. It's all right, little kid. And then, like, right after this, he's just like, I sold my soul years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, when did, what, whoa. Like, where was this triple, like. It's the dad switch, dude. He turns it on and off like, when there's kids around. No, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. He, you know, so Charlie goes up to Triple H after this, and you know, she's asking him questions about, you know, the Undertaker said, you know. You know, you gave in your, your your tights for a suit, and you like you know. You think we're gonna fight in suits? Yeah, I mean it's it, it's. I feel like much. that's overused, like the tri- sellout thing. Yeah, the whole like because they did it with Daniel Bryan, they did it with Punk, they did it with uh, Seth, and that's true. Everyone yeah. else, or they even did it with Roman and Dean, and they did it all the time. Like oh, everybody who goes after Triple became, H, they just bring that up. Yeah, you traded in so much stuff for. A suit and blah blah blah. It's like, why does it matter? Like, I, I guess that that's an easy thing to target, but like, he's like, I'm it's old. the little guy thing all over again. You know, going after the little guy. You're small. You're never going to be as big as me. Yeah, they can't really switch it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next up we have. Uh, oh, first off, I want to say they have a they have a, one of those graphics. It says like the Shield versus Baron Corbin and two mystery opponents. The mystery opponent silhouette always looks like Brian Cage. <laughs> I, I don't know why to me. It always reminds me of Brian Cage. Yeah, especially because it has like the spiky hair. And spiky the hair and the huge muscles. muscles. Yeah, yeah, it does yeah. look like Brian Cage. Uh, next up, we have Ambrose backstage. In walks Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler still trying to convince Ambrose to to turn on the shield. He said, "You know, you don't have to do anything. Just stand back later tonight and give us the word, and we'll take care of the rest." Yeah. So, I mean, I I like the whole you know the whole night there, going back and forth, the whole storyline. It's so. gonna happen. Oh, eventually. Yeah, Ambrose yeah. is definitely going to turn. I think something else is going to happen. I Stay th- tuned. Yeah. Okay. I think I think McIntyre was going to turn, but we'll Ma- get McIntyre's there. McIntyre is going to join the Shield. He's going to have a big old bulletproof vest and everything <laughs> with him. <laughs> like a giant, like he has like the giant boots on and like, yeah. oh my God. No, I like McIntyre. You know, just like just chest hair right now and the yeah. long vest he wears. It's yeah. awesome. I have another theory. It's coming up. Uh-oh. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll get going. Uh, next up, we have <laughs> Chad Gable versus Connor. This of a, the Ascension. I'm sorry. Connor of the Ascension. Not there's just some a guy named mini Connor. repackaging of the Ascension, isn't there? Like, it's, I was very shocked at the result. Oh, I was. I Yeah. I was I, like, at first, I was a little upset. I was like, like why? But I think I Chad do, Gable's I see done. what they're trying to well, do. Well, they have new makeup. Not brand new makeup. But, but like, they he, have new he has paint schemes. Yeah. Like and yeah. did he always have contacts or was this the first no, time? No, yeah. Connor always had contacts. Okay. I think, yeah, I think he I guess I just it. noticed it more now because of the makeup. Because he won a match. 
because you want to match. <laughs> Do they have new gear? Is this a new team? Who yeah, are these guys? I know. Yeah, I mean, but it, I, I think all night it was a lot of people looking a lot better than they used to, at least. Yeah, yeah especially like you had the Riot Squad go over against Natalia and the Bella Twins, mm-hmm. and then here um, Connor, and now like, Connor going over Chad Gable. Well, this is just to make Gable and Bobby Roode look better than what they are. They're I mean, pumping up. They're pumping up Ascension. So they can get a rub from Bobby Roode and rub them back, so both of them are elevated. And then next week it's going to be Bobby Roode versus Victor, and Bobby's of course, win yeah, fifty fifty, and they're going to have a tag team title match at the kickoff it, of TLC. Uh, Bobby Roode just looks so dead inside. I would be. He's just like, <laughs> he's like, hey, go ahead and say it, little buddy. Say it. We're glorious. Did I do good? Uh, yeah. That was get ready for the shirts. Ready, willing, and glorious. Oh, Just God. get ready for it. It's going to happen. No, it, that, that sounds dead on like it's going to happen. They need to turn both of them heel. How... Like Bobby Roode just needs to do solo. Yeah, heel. yeah, yeah. Solo heel. His NXT thing was the best. Oh, you so know, good. When he came in, said, "I'm gonna make this like." I don't think he ever should have left SmackDown. To be 100 percent honest, when no. I used to watch TNA, he never went face. He no. may have after I stopped watching, but Bare at the money. time that I watched, he was always yeah, yeah. He was always heel. Great always heel. heel. I wonder if that's just a Vince thing. Like he's just like, oh, you've never been, you've never been heel. All right, you were from TNA. All right, come on, come over here now. And I'm gonna make you like. Yeah, you're going to just smile all the time. I'm going to put you with this guy. He's going to be really annoying, yeah. uh, Gable. And yeah, he's a great wrestler. Probably oh, one of the best so in the fantastic. One of the best in the WWE. Like, he's one of the, like, the more underlooked wrestlers like Xavier Woods. Like, exactly. He's really good. They just don't give him time. Oh, that would be a great tag team right there. That's just that's just anyway. Next up, we have... Uh, oh, no, this is uh, the... The soul stuff, yeah. The soul stuff. Next, after that, we have... Dolph Ziggler and Drew oh, McIntyre. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, just oh, rewind oh. just a little tiny bit. Just a little tiny bit. <laughs> Brunette Mella. Oh, my God. Oh, Brunette Carmella. Yeah. I, I thought she was a different person. Me, too. I was like, who is this? I, at first, I thought, I was like, did they just use a stunt double for the show? Like, she couldn't make it? I thought she was wearing a wig at first because it looks so fake. It does. Uh, it looks a but lot different. Those dye jobs do that. I love it. I'm, I'm in it. Well, she, she was so, you know, she... It's going to grow on me, like the Universal title. It's going to grow on yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like one of those things, like when, especially she's had blonde hair for so long that when she dyes it, like her whole look has been all around Altered. the blonde. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now, that you know, her, she has to change everything up well, too. she's turned, she's face turned, turned face, face turned, turned yeah, face. Yeah, because now she's so now, with R-Truth. Yeah. R-Truth and the Mixed Match Challenge. So now, yeah, do and a little change of pace. They're, they're going into Hell in the Cell she's still at Mixed Match Challenge. She's still annoys me so much i mean she's not like screaming and yelling now oh yeah you but know, she's that was the most annoying part yeah yeah so she's trying to tone it back and with our truth next to her it's she's just not so, the same with being a manager i do hate her um when she comes out and sings the whole what's up with our oh that, that, was, that was really annoying. So annoying it's because she's off beat yeah if she was on beat it wouldn't be that bad yeah uh, so next up, we have Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defending their Raw Tag Team Championships against the Revival. Probably. Match of the night contender? Oh, oh by far, guaranteed. match of the night. This was a great match, like back and forth. Um, the Revival, actually, they haven't looked this strong since NXT. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, this has been all night with everybody, with the, like you said, the Riot Squad and Connor. Now, uh, the Revival, they, I mean, they didn't get a win over this, but... Uh, the story of the match was the revival. They were pretty much isolating Dolph Ziggler the entire match. Um, a nice butterfly power bomb to Dolph Ziggler by Scott Dawson. Uh, the Drew deadlifting dash into a suplex. Jesus. And then the superplex body splash to Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. All around, just a great match. Like I usually don't say this about a raw match, but if you can take your time to go watch, at least go on YouTube to check it out. You know, yeah. I'm sure it's on there. Mm-hmm. At least the highlights. Uh, but the end of the match had the Glasgow kiss to um, was it uh, Wilder um, with the Claymore zigzag combo and the pin by that. Dolph Ziggler. It's yeah. a really good, it's, yeah. Because when I was really when when they first came out as a tag team, I knew that they were going to have like an elaborate finish, right? And the whole Claymore zigzag, like it's just perfect. Hey, especially since they didn't really like alter anything; they just put it together. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And big props for Dash for saving that botch. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, he saved that botch yeah. really he, He's well. stronger than he looks. Oh, yeah. He has Ziggler on his shoulders. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he starts over. to fall off. Yeah, but he, he picks him right back oh, up. Oh, man. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a big guy, man. I, I ran into him one time when I was at Royal Rumble in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And it was him and No Way Jose coming out of a Starbucks. And I was just like, 
you guys are awesome. I just kept walking because I'm like, what am I going to do? Like mark out in front of these guys? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. The, I haven't been a very big revival fan. Come on, I used to be. Top guys. Come on, say yeah. The, this this match convinced me otherwise. I'm a huge fan after this. Huge. Well, fan. the way they've been booked on Monday Night Raw has been, oh, it's been horrible, pretty, pretty atrocious. Yeah. Like when they first came into Raw. Yeah. Like oh. after WrestleMania, big pop. They looked really good. Mm-hmm. Just. They started kicked, suffering a couple kicked injuries. Kicked down the New Day, and then. Uh, they both had an injury at a certain point. Dawson yeah. got injured. Yeah. yeah. Or no, it was it was one than the other. Dash Dash broke his jaw. Yeah. And as soon as he came back, uh, Dawson got hurt, and it just. Ugh, yeah, it's not working. Um, but I'm glad to see there at least at least they're starting to book them like top guys again. Because yeah. if they're going to book them like this against Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, y- yeah, they're the like, number two tag team. Like the on B Raw. team, the B team didn't even look this good against. <laughs> no. B uh, team. No. But like I'm saying, and they were champions. Uh, you know what is this B team you speak of? Yeah, who are they? Where? Go go go! God, they they did didn't they? They left. Oh, they they, left, left, they left. went. They're gone. They're probably strictly on the house show circuit now with. Uh, Ty Dillinger. You're going to see him on NXT this Wednesday? Hey, man. That would, that would actually be pretty good. Yeah, that would actually... I'd actually like that. See? Relegation works. But no, they don't like sending people back to NXT no. because then people are going to think, oh, because this guy is trash when like sometimes they're actually really good. Like when Cesaro went to NXT, people like were actually mad at the time. Really? Yeah. Well, but then they saw like all the great stuff that Cesaro was doing and yeah. like him teaming up with uh, Chris Hero... Or, Cash is Ono. Yeah. Um, like, it was insane. Yeah, no, he... Um, I definitely liked it, though, when they had those random moments on the old... Like, I wish the, the new NXT had a little bit of that surprise feel to it. Like, just the random tag team from the main yeah. roster come down to challenge somebody. Or, like, even John Cena showed up at NXT at one point. John Cena showed up. Um, Randy Orton even showed up. Yeah. So it was Punk like... Punk did, too. Yeah. So... Yeah. It, it can only help. It helps the wrestlers get their character back, and it helps. There's just so much NXT talent down there now. Brand. Oh god! Like I would die to get the Shield versus the Undisputed Era because I think that would be really good. Yeah, I'll see them in the big ring. Yeah, I'll it'd see be how fun. they just, and not have. And well, not have if Vince it's an NXT takeover, then oh. that match is going to be insane. But I would rather see an NXT than on the main roster. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's going to be like. 10 minutes and it's going to be trash. Yeah. Main so. roster will be, uh, you know, someone coming out and just tearing apart the undisputed air or vice versa, you know. Just... Roman's going to spear all three yeah. members. Uh, all at once. All four <laughs> members all at once. Uh, and it's just going to be terrible. Vince is just like, they're too tiny. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's my concern. Yeah. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, we have Elias. Oh, well, we get. I oh. hate I hate it. No, it's all right. Uh, we get a pre-commercial break. They're setting up for the Kevin Owens show, which Graves says is Jason Bateman's and Laura Linney's favorite show. You know what that is referenced to? No. On Netflix, Ozark. Have you guys ever seen Ozark? Oh, yes. It's a great I've wa- show. I've watched Ozark. So the, yeah. So I just watched the, the second season. Yep, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it was in reference to. It's um what oh, you said Jason Bateman, right? Jason Bateman. Yeah, he's uh I love you that know guy. the guy from Arrested Development. Yeah, I, I know yeah. who Jason Bateman is. He um it's a show where he has to like launder money and sell drugs. For the and, Mexican cartel. Yeah. It's oh. it's it's a pretty crazy show. That's it's nice. It's fun. Yeah, I know that's fun. That's <laughs> yeah, nice. and, and he goes to the sticks to like launder the money and he has to compete with the rival uh like redneck know, gangs. Gangsters. And, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Did you know? Oh, oh. Finally, a good one. Well, but, kind of. Yeah, but compared to social media, blew up last week because WWE you had, know. had more followers than you know. Yeah, so WWE Network has almost eleven thousand hours of sports entertainment in its archive, including shows from AWA, ECW, WCCW, GWF, WCW, NWA, Mid South, and WWE. Did they ever buy the tape libraries from Impact yet? No. It's not on the list. They, they, I think they bought a few for the Kurt Angle. Right. Uh, WWE 24. And I, I think, think some was, Hardy Boy stuff. Some Hardys, some AJ. Maybe some Sting. It's, they didn't buy any from Sting for like his Hall oh. of Fame. Well, well I guess he like had enough promos. from WCW. Yeah. yeah. So they mostly use WCW, especially since like. They said like, oh, Sting has been wrestling in like however many years since the last Impact sh- or Impact uh, the last WCW. WCW show. It's like yeah. okay, kayfabe. But. 
Yeah, um, but I do know, like, wasn't there like a there was a secret Impact WWE meeting last week? I heard about that mm-hmm. at the at the Stanford headquarters. I did not hear about this one. Apparently, I mean, I don't know. There wasn't. There's really not much about it. But all there are guys from Impact met up with Triple H's guys, and they had some sort of meeting of some sorts. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna. To be honest, I think that they're trying to get Samoa Joe versus AJ rights. Oh, to yeah, like show like. We've been like we've been wrestling forever, and shows like them like clashing because mm-hmm. they clashed for years in TNA. Yeah, right, right. So it would be good to see like that kindled in the rivalry as well. As long as they just buy the Scott Steiner footage too, throw that in there. He's I, fat, I, fat bastard. <laughs> oh, and I remembered uh, his brother. What's his brother's name? Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner. I remember his uh, tagline. Oh, but I, what was it? What was it? What was just, it? He just bark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would bark and run around. God. But then he would he, like crawl on all fours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was he a went, brutal tag team. Yeah, <laughs> they were. That's the thing. Like when they were young, they, they were, were like, the big dogs. They were like know? the varsity guys. Oh you yeah. Know? yeah, and they were like varsity from Michigan State. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like one like shaved his head and like dyed his hair, and then the other one was like, "I'm gonna get a leather the jacket Scott. with like some dogs on the side, my shoulders, yeah. and like I'm gonna be big." Pop Didn't he pops. bring some dogs with him to the ring? I'm sure. Like at a pay per view, he oh, did like once. So I remember his tag. Remember we were talking about how he used to cut promos and they were just garbage. Yeah. And then he had a tagline. Yeah. I remember the tagline. Uh, if you want some, come get some. Hey, you don't like me? Bite me. <laughs> that sounds like a definitely old school like. Old WCW line too. He was trying really hard too to find that. I love it. Uh, KO show, balalang. Well, we have uh, the KO show featuring Elias. Oh, He's the yeah. opening act. I do like this. I mean, I did like this little back and forth with them at the beginning, at least. Right. And they did mention, and I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Well, I thought before Corey Graves said it," but I was thinking it kind of felt like a Tonight Show vibe. As you know? said, he said Elias is the quest love to Kevin Owens, Jimmy Fallon. I was thinking more of like an Andy Richter, Conan O'Brien type thing, but. But he was, you know, the music director. Exactly. So, um, so he come. They're out there in the ring. They're starting to um, kind of run down Leo Rush because you know Leo Rush was talking smack on Kevin Owens last week. So they yeah. call out Leo Rush. Did you guys see the sign in the crowd? Which one? Your mom goes out with squeak. No. Is that a reference to basketball, or is there another squeak I'm not aware of? No, that sounds like a basketball reference. Okay. It sound like a basketball. Okay. Um, I did notice. Okay. There was this one random scene, and it's like I can't remember what it was, but there was a clear vision of a fan like eating a bowl of like some pasta at a certain point, <laughs> and I couldn't just like stop looking at him, like because he's clear. It wasn't just like he's standing up watching and everything, just like <laughs> it was, was it pasta or ramen. I don't know if it was ramen. It's okay to slurp, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they start running down Leo Rush, not the guy eating, but Kevin Owens and Elias. Uh, so out comes Leo Rush, and uh, he, they're trying to get him to come down to the ring, but Leo Rush is too smart for that. Yeah. And he, you don't have to dip, duck, dodge. Now another movie reference, dodgeball? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. They're just they're on fire all night. Yeah. They're like, you know, we got a good rock going. Just keep it going. Um, the booster seat joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was dying that was as pretty soon good. as he said, oh, we have a special seat for one of our guests and grabs a booster seat. You oh, got jokes. God. Christopher Walken. Um, I love um, Leo Rush's Christopher Walken voice, too. Oh, yeah. It's great. I haven't been this excited about Leo Rush in a long time. Well, I like when I was saying last week how they the cruiserweights can mix it up with the main roster stars like this. Like it doesn't make him really look weak because it shows how fast he is. You know what I mean? He's exactly. running circles around everybody. Like this works. Drake Maverick and the AOP yeah. doesn't. That just, I swear to God, they just need to, the only way they can justify that is if they come out with a line of Halloween costumes and then after Halloween, they just break them up. That them three. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we'll get there at the end of the night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we have the match, Bobby Lashley versus Elias, uh, back and forth between the two, Elias working the left knee, of uh, Bobby Lashley. Um, this is pretty much, it felt like a Baron Corbin match, but yeah, I mean, it was just a lot of, a lot more headlocks. I feel like, okay, so remember we were, I was saying this at the beginning of the show, the gender Balor match was a lot of headlocks too. Mm-hmm. I always feel the first match, the first match on Monday Night Raw is kind of like that. Very slow. And then towards the end, there's always one more like it. Just very slow paced. Just two big guys going back and forth. Yeah. yeah. That's why my attention goes to the announcers. So Renee, at one point, when they're talking about uh, the Ambrose turn tease, she says something to the effect of, uh, you know, uh, McZiggles. Not McZiggles, you know. 
Yeah, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, yeah, that's Ziggle's what we call him. Mick Ziggle. Ziggle, sorry. Right. Dolph Ziggler. Uh, they oh, speak yeah. some truth. So Graves responds, uh, internet conspiracy theories are going to have a field day with that. You want to tell us something now? She's like, no, man, I'm just keeping kayfabe. Why are you breaking it? She didn't say that. Yeah, but yeah. she says, no, no, no. I'm just getting used to things, uh, the way things work around here. Yeah, she, I don't, she seemed a little nervous last night. I don't know. I, there was something off about Renee last night. She's, she's great. I love her, you know, her commentating, but she did seem a little off. Like something she would say and they would kind of harp on her. Yeah, both Cole and Graves. Well, she and was then pr- she would get kind of quiet. She'd be like, "Oh, oh well, yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out." But, yeah. yeah, she was praising Elias, so she's turning to like the heat commentator, the heel commentator. Well, she like when she did like interviews and stuff with Elias, like she always like liked him. She always marked out for Elias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Graves hates his music but loves his in-ring work. Yeah, the gar- the Graves things. I is thought funny. he said like a few weeks ago, like his. Elias's documentary is like the best thing since the Shawshank Revenge or something like that. Dude, Graves is all over the place with the Elias stuff. Because I remember in NXT when he would just rip on him constantly, be like, "Oh, this Elias, I don't know who the hell he is." I he says he's from Pittsburgh, but I've asked all my friends from Pittsburgh, nobody knows who he is. <laughs> like he's just a piece of crap, and then everyone else would like all the other commentators like, "What? He's great." Like, what are you talking about, Corey? Especially Tom Phillips. I used to I miss Tom Phillips and Corey Graves again. Did he go? Who? Like, why did Tom Phillips like leave with? Uh, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking it. Byron like, Sachs. Yeah, like go like, to SmackDown. Yeah, why did he go to SmackDown? I loved him in NXT. I think they. I think it was just he. He took the head role over there. You know, like they said, you can go take this and make it your it's own. It's a promotion. Right? You get the big time. I think he mainly left because JBL got. He didn't get fired. Oh, yeah. they, they just like took him off. All oh, right. Yeah, they. I'm, and Maro on SmackDown was not good. He tried to make it a lot more exciting than it really was. But then he would just also like say random things that you can tell wasn't him saying it. Yeah, like it's that being, earpiece being fed things to say. And then, well, now we have Morrow and NXT takeover. And, I like that better. I like it better. Yeah, I mean, Morrow, Nigel, and Percy Watson, who's there, makes a perfect team. I love Percy. Like he's he's not the he's not the the best commentator, but he still adds some personality. And he's there's never really a moment where I'm like, oh Percy, what did you just say? Like, like no, it's always uh, pretty good. But sometimes he just like comes out of nowhere. It's like, okay, you're here still. All right, that's good. <laughs> well, at least Renee doesn't do that thing where she was going, ooh, ah, yeah. oh, yikes. She doesn't do that. She did a couple, a couple times. A couple but times. It's, you know, her first night, she was doing that all the time, every yeah. match, at least. Because once. it was probably Vince saying, give more reaction to everything. Yeah. Um, the story of this match, though, weird finish. Uh, so, so Kevin Owens starts running after Leo Rush, and that's when I guess Lashley and Elias fall to the outside of the ring at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Owens trips over Bobby Lashley on the outside and DQ because uh-huh. uh-huh. they're counting it as as a kick he or what kicked a- him. Yeah, because he ran into him and he physically touched him, or I, that's what I believe. Yeah, that's like, what I got you, too. Touch him, make any contact with him, it's a disqualification. Lame. What a bailout. It is lame, but they got like, oh, it's Leo Rush making uh, Bobby Lashley like he's guaranteeing wins. Wins. Yeah. Okay, that that makes sense at that point. Okay, I didn't even think about it. Like if if Leo Rush is guaranteeing wins like that. Like Leo's like, I can make you the top dog. I can make you, I can get you so many wins. He's showing his worth. Here's a way that, see... You won the match, mm-hmm. proving his worth. Yeah, I like it. I'm more All valuable right. than you know. Mm-hmm. You you just you just turned me, you just turned me to the other side of this because I was kind of hating it at first. Uh, but after the match, uh, Owens tried to go after Rush again. Tried to go for the the pop up power or not a pop up power bomb. He just goes for a power bomb. That's mm-hmm. when Lashley goes in and saves him. They fight and Lashley and Leo Rush stand tall. So. He should put on his shoulders again. Oh yeah, that was funny. That was, oh, he almost well, especially fell. when when he fell back last week in the core strength, where he just lifts himself back up too. My God, I mean, he is a skinny guy, but at the same time, I just I mean that core strength. Leo Rush was like twelve years old when Bobby Lashley was shaving Vince McMahon's head at that, WrestleMania. That so. is true. For Donald Trump, right? Yep. Ah. For the Don. Ah. <laughs> Next up, we have uh, <laughs> Drew McIntyre backstage. Uh, in walks Seth Rollins. Seth trying to he's all he's trying to do exactly what the Dogs of War were trying to do to Ambrose. Or he's trying to drive a wedge between McIntyre 
and the dogs of war. But everything he says in this point is actually true. Yeah, good, good well, logic. Yeah. Good logic. I will say this: what the dogs of war said to Ambrose was pretty true too. Like, I mean, Ambrose did help Roman and did help Seth, and like he carried Seth out of the ring at one point. Yeah. No, that was McIntyre. I'm sorry. I know. And uh, yeah, so I mean, truth on both ends. I, I love what these seeds are planning. This is true wrestling in its purest form. McIntyre and uh, Ambrose is going to be like, you know what, screw you guys. We're going to go. Start around. Ah, yeah. You ruined my surprise. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. The okay. D&D Dream Team coming up. They're going to be the third faction Okay, in so, this weird cluster that is raw. So after, um, after Rollins is talking to McIntyre, Zig- Dolph Ziggler walks up and he goes, hey, man, what was that all about? Said, Don't worry about it. Yeah. McIntyre walks away. So, next up, we have Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, I was going to take notes on this, too. But that's I cool. Decided not I to. will say, though, Tiffany Haddish actually seemed like she was a wrestling fan. Yeah. She was saying stuff that I'm well, like... Well, we know that Kevin is a big wrestling fan. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Like, In legit? the Mountain Dew Kickstart <coughs> commercials he did, he got, like... He was, like, doing, like, a Hulk Hogan slash Macho Man, like, impression with actual Mean Gene and I do remember that. Like he's a big wrestling fan because nice. like he's really good friends with The Rock, and he always loved The Rock when he he said that he grew up oh. watching The Rock all the time, and now he's best friends with him. So yeah, I feel like if you were just around in that, like if you were just watching TV during the Attitude Era, like you were a Rock fan. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're either a Rock or Stone Cold fan like, or both. Because everybody whatever. watched wrestling at that point. I remember going to school and like. Nowadays, people going to school, like, you barely see, like, one person wear a wrestling shirt. Oh, at my school, like, I see tons of Bullet Club shirts. Really? Mm. Oh, it, like, it was great. Uh, my senior year, I, it was awesome. I remember uh, we had, like... Did you guys have faction wars? No, we had, <laughs> no, we had like, uh, spirit weeks and stuff, and we somehow got wrestling related to it, and it was great. It nice. Was so f- much nice. fun. Yeah, no, I've only seen a few at City College of San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and every time, every time I see someone with a shirt, I try to say like, "Hey, nice shirt, man." They're like, y- "Yeah, all right." Sorry. Yeah, I was getting coffee like last week, and I saw someone wearing a Kenny Omega hoodie. I was like, "Yo, throw it up." And yeah. It was, it was like the only encounter that I had that day, but <laughs> it was. Yeah, he. Dope. Uh, I remember I saw someone recently on the on the BART train, and they had undisputed era shirt with like undisputed era socks. They were like socks. I mean, he had something. He had something else. He had something else undisputed on too. Underwear, maybe underwear too. Maybe a jacket. Armband. I know he could have the armband underneath, but I I was getting off the train and I just threw up the undisputed era thing, and he was like, "Yeah, that's sick." I've also had times where I've gone up to someone with like an AJ shirt. I'm like, "Hey, man, that's too sweet," and he's just like, "Thanks." All right, cool. Let me get get going. I don't know. Uh, so next up, we have Nia Jax with Ember Moon by her side versus Alicia, more Alicia Fox tonight uh, with Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. I call them the Bliss FFs. The Bliss FFs. I like it. But Alexa Bliss, she's just not doing anything now because she's injured, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly. I mean, Whoa, no, what she is doing is giving up her gloves and her jacket for, up for auction. Hey, there you go. That's That's nice of her. All that golden stuff people wear now in the WWE that they wear one time and sell it. Yeah. yeah. And and they usually do stuff like they started last year where they wear a lot of gold stuff because it's Connor's, Connor's Cure. Cure. Yeah. And yeah. they sell it and the yeah. money goes to Connor's Cure. Like, they've been doing that for a while. Like they also did with breast cancer and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We'll, we'll see it again next month. Yeah, yeah exactly. People yeah. come AJ with a pink um, like elbow pad or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, is Nia not getting a tan, or is she wearing too much foundation? Because she looks exceptionally pasty in this match. She did look kind of pale. I will say that. I mean, I'm not long like to rip on anyone's appearance, but I know what you mean. Especially even next to like Alexa. You yeah. Know what I mean, it was weird. Um, but not really much to this match. Alicia actually got a little bit of offense in because yeah, of uh, Mickey James kind of interfering. Uh-huh, a ghost yeah. swinging neckbreaker. Yeah, oh, she's phantom. No contact whatsoever. She yeah. didn't even touch her when she did the neckbreaker. Uh, eventually, um, Nia gets her up in the Samoa drop, and Nia Jax gets the pin on Alicia Fox. And I took a yawn on this Alicia match. Alicia Fox. Yeah. I, this match was short. It was very short. Yeah, very short. And it's, it's I don't even know. 
I guess Alicia Fox. I guess dude. I feel like the only reason they were trying to have this match is because they were trying to bring up the People's Choice Awards on E. Yeah, that's what they did do that before the match, didn't Nikki they? Nikki is like and nominated. Nia is nominated for like Nia's Game Changer. Game Changer. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Went Still through the don't know what that means. You know? I think oh, she won a title and she's reinventing no, she, the traditional. Yeah, it's the plus size woman type of thing stereotype. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. She's changing the game. She's making it more acceptable to be plus size in this day and age. She used to be a plus size model. You ever see those pictures? Yeah, yeah. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Very nice. Gorgeous woman. And next up, we have more, 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 more. Dean Dean Ambrose. Um, Dean Ambrose backstage, and in walks Drew McIntyre. Seems a little confused by what's going on. He says, what's going on? Seth just come up to me, and he says, are you trying to make... I don't know why I sound like Middle Eastern. That was bad. I went from Scottish to like Middle Eastern. Yeah, like, <laughs> like very fast. Very quickly. Um, so basically, he just said, you know, Sessie, they're trying to make the most dominant four man shield faction of history. Or he's trying to replace you. I don't know, Ambrose. He's trying to do something. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just letting you know. So, and then Ambrose just has a look on his face. And yeah, that was the segment. Drew and Dean, dream team. I'm all in for that. It'd be cool. I like it. Be They'd dope. be the most dominant. I would like to see Dean by himself, though. Just, you know, back in the, at least in the, yeah, I want to see Dean back by himself. And I want to see him crazier than he was before. I don't want to see Wacky Dean. He's already a little bit, no, he's already wacky there. Wacky Dean is kind of like out, yeah. I guess, because when he came back, I mean, he looked like he just got out of freaking prison. Yeah, so he it's was. it's more like, um, and his, like, his whole style is totally different. Like he does, Yeah, he's more aggressive. Yeah, he's, he's like more of like a powerhouse now, which, like, he's like going to go from, Oh, like insane guy to literally psychotic. And I think he's even changed up his moves a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. He ha- I haven't seen him do the whole bouncy rope thing lately, has he? The, oh, thank God. The yeah. Rebound. Oh, I hate that so much. It it was It was cool, cool the first like couple times. Yeah, and then it just Like when it actually looked authentic, but then it all of a sudden it looked super manufactured no, and all then the time. All yeah. of a sudden, like, oh, you get an uppercut, he goes halfway across this, the ring so he can yeah. rebound and <laughs> give like the worst clothesline ever. I do like the one when he would like he would run on the corner of the ropes and then run back. Like he would jump on the bottom and the middle ropes and then jump back. That was okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Next up we have our main event of the evening. Oh, can we take a break? Why? To discuss the purge this week. Oh, during oh. the commercial, I don't know if you guys spotted it, but in the show, in the episode, it features one Brutus Clay, aka the Funkosaurus. Wait, he's in the show. Brutus Clay. Yeah. Oh wow. He was in the he was in the clip for the episode call my tonight, mama. tonight's episode. I think it airs tonight. Okay. All right. After SmackDown. God press. So the uh, he's like holding on to the, the one of the lead actors' sisters. She got caught up, and you know this is a whole backstory. Watch the three episodes or four episodes before this; you'll get it. Yeah. But he's holding her like in this arena for the elite, and they're about to be elite. purge this woman. Yeah. I, wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. Brodus, awesome. a Funkosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that'd be awesome if he comes out. Better call my mom. <laughs> Better call my mom. He comes out with disco balls and a Naomi Pit and uh, who was the other one? Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron. I forgot about Cameron. Everyone uh, forgot about her. Yeah. WWE kind of forgot about her, too. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have our main event of the evening, The Shield versus Baron Corbin and his mystery tag team part- partners, two Brian Cages. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. The no, AOP. I, I guess that as soon as... Um, oh, yeah. No, I as was... As soon as Steph said, find two partners, I was like... I was okay, trying to figure it out. AOP. Like, I was, like, thinking about who hasn't been on tonight, who has been who on the past couple weeks. Who else has been, yeah. like, yeah. beating jobbers, like, every other week? And this is another one, though, where... AOP is fighting the Shield, and they actually going toe to toe with the Shield. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're looking good too. A, I don't, a lot of this booking tonight was actually throwing Romans around like that. We'll Whoa. say Roman got thrown around like a freaking rag doll. Dude. It was some darn good booking last it night. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, well, was this comment uh, that AOP was decimating the roster? No, they weren't. They're... They were decimating the local competitors. Exactly. What they should be They saying. barely touched anybody on the roster. Come on, guys. Up your game. Yeah, it's all the, the local enhancement talents, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, the, so at the beginning of this match, the Dogs of War comes out with chair, chairs and hands, and they take a seat. They sit down. They want to enjoy this mm-hmm. match, you know? Yes. They don't want to be standing. Why would you want to stand at the ringside when you just sit, you know? Yeah. Well, on the flimsy... Totally makes sense. I, those sh- chairs are actually probably stronger now that they're not taking them to the head, actually, now that you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Before, they were probably a little bit more foil-based. Uh-huh. 
Um, so, I mean, it was a good match, but if you, I always thought if when I was watching this, if you ever want to see a heel shield, I know it's hard to say, just put AOP with Roman. Oh, that would yeah. be so cool. Yeah, you know what? Roman excels in tag situations. Like he looked really good last night because yeah, he tag. still gets booed out of the building though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like I mean, at the beginning of the, sh- in the begin- yeah, in the beginning of the show, as soon as he like started yeah. to talk, yeah. boo, like, boo, everyone, you suck, Roman. Everyone was just giving him it. Yeah, yeah. I do like how they they finally at least take those titles through the crowd now. The first couple weeks they weren't. No, because like they were scared that they were gonna get Someone's yanked gonna, away. Yeah. But you know, they probably have death grip on them when they're walking. Down well, Romans is easier to grab. Yeah, because he has it over his back. Well, he carries, Jerk. He carries Sorry. the world on his shoulder. What <laughs> yeah. can I say? Yeah. Um. So I, the story of this match though, let's see. Chaos ensues. The dogs of war make their way down to the ring. Chokeslam backbreaker to Roman Reigns. AOP hit a last chapter on Roman Reigns on the outside, which you didn't see on the on the screen, but apparently it happened, according to Michael Cole. What was it? Uh, last chapter to Roman Reigns on the outside. Not the super collider. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't see yeah. that. That's the whole clothesline. It's kind of like high-low, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seth and Reigns kind of out of the match. That's when Dean Ambrose taking control of this completely. Yeah. Hey, right before this, did you guys see the weakest Superman punch on the history of Superman punches? To who? To one of the AOP? Yeah, to, I think so. Uh, Akum. Yeah. Oh, I God. Believe. That was... That was like, it... He doesn't want to hurt his future tag team partner. You well, know? Yeah, that's true, true. Maybe he's recruiting. Uh, he's holding back. The end of the match had a stomp to Baron Corbin, a dirty deeds to Baron Corbin, and a spear to Baron Corbin. I think this um, shield... Um, burial. It, yeah. Yeah, a total burial yeah. of Baron Corbin. I think Kurt Angle's probably going to be back soon. And he's going to be a part of the shield again. <laughs> oh, my God. He looks so out of place. That looked so weird when he came. It was just funny. because I loved like, it, though. Oh, I was marking You out. know he was I, loving it, too. He's like, oh, oh yeah. As soon as he came out, he was like, yep. You know what it is. <laughs> he's like, I don't have to wear those. Because when he first came back, remember those ridiculous tights he was wearing? Yeah. They like covered up his whole body. Yeah. And now he's just like, I get to wear pants. Cool. And, pants. and, a, and, a, and a vest. This is awesome. Yeah. Like, and drink beer. Nice. It's padded. Yes. I like it. Um, so yeah, at the end, after the match though, so Ambrose is on the outside of the ring. Um, Rollins and Reigns are in the inside. That's when the Dogs of War are on the outside as well. He's conflicted. He doesn't know. Well, at least that's what they're kind of trying to convey here. Yeah, it's um, totally reeked of uh, when you, you we put a dog in the middle of the room. He's like, "Who does the dog love more, me or you?" And yeah. The dog doesn't know who to pick, and yeah. then the little puppy picked his original owners. Oh, so he, he runs back to the shield and believe that. I mean, I. <laughs> I'm digging the whole, like, is Ambrose going to turn or are they not? They're, they've been planting the seeds very well. Yeah, they're not going to turn Roman at all, for sure. No, no, no. no, no, no he's no. the John they're, Cena now. They're not going to turn Roman. They've already turned Seth. They've already done Seth. So there's no one else to the choose. only logical but if choice. if somehow they do turn Roman, that would be a pretty big surprise. The thing about that I was thinking, though, is that if they turn Roman heel, everyone's going to cheer him. Like I, that's what I feel like because people are gonna be like, yes, it's finally what we wanted, and then yeah. WWE's like, no, that's not what we wanted at all. We want you to boo him now. Like, no, it's not what you wanted. You and, wanted the Shield and, to be brothers forever. And but, I don't actually want Dean to turn. I want the Shield to turn on him. Like, buddy, you're getting out of hand. This got to end. Oh, he just goes too crazy. Yeah, I like it. And then like the D and D Dream Team begins. The do you think they'll have a D&D kind of like... Um, like Ambrose will be the wizard and McIntyre will be the the warrior? Yeah. No, yeah, probably not. They'll roll dice every time they come no, out like, no. who's going down first? I, I think we had our experiences with Cosplay Inc., NK, a.k.a. the Bludgeon Brothers experiment <laughs> done. Yeah. Yeah. Is, well, that, was, that was Monday Night Raw, guys. You know what happens when my iPad ends the episode and it goes dark? What? It goes to a picture of Roman Reigns. Oh, do you watch it on the USA app? No, I watch it on uh, the Comcast. Um, the Comcast app. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I mean, yeah, Roman Reigns, man, he's the face of the company. Yeah, he is. You know, it's really the big dog. Every time I watch WWE Network on my my PlayStation, every time I'm done with something, it always tries to play the uh, NXT Takeover Chicago Two pre-show every single time. Hmm. You see, it's I think- similar to me, but it wants to play um, like kickoffs from like. 
2017 or 2016. It's probably one that, like, you know what I'm thinking it is? It's, like, it's one that we watched, like, real quick or we turned off or something. And it's, like, you haven't finished watching this yet. That one. That's what I was thinking. Uh, But, guys, before we get out of here, you know, there are no birthdays today, unfortunately. But I do want to do a little preview of SmackDown tonight. Okay. Can I fill in, too, after you're done with the preview of SmackDown? Absolutely. We'll talk about Netflix. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have something to bring up. So tonight on SmackDown, we're going to have uh, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, contract signing. Ooh. Yeah, you I know how that's going to end. I wonder if they'll brawl it out. I mean, I'm hoping not. I'm hoping Never. It's, it's Never. Act- They're going to be very sophisticated. They're going to come outside the contract. Shake hands. In suits. Shake, shake hands and then walk out together, you know. And also, can Ty Dillinger seize his opportunity against Shinsuke Nakamura? I hope <laughs> so. No. So um, at least get a screwy finish in there. I mean, with maybe with Archer. I mean, where are they going to go with that U.S. He could win with a count out. He can I mean, win via it's, DQ. It's, it's knock America, dude. Yeah, true, I, true. You know what, though? I will say this with Monday Night Raw. We can be surprised tonight. And I'm not saying the title change hands. No, no, no. Our truth comes out and helps tie. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Then sets up a Nakamura Our truth match. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, that last one. Our truth has been looking really, really good lately. Yeah. Yeah, especially when he's he like, faced the Miz, and he's like in his fifties, right? Oh yeah, he's like fifty-four. One of Vince's favorite wrestlers, too. I heard. Probably. Yeah. Uh, also, let's see what's going to happen. We're going to have Big E with uh, again going against against Sheamus, and okay. uh, and Rusev wants answers from Aiden English. That would be good. Last he's not going to get answers. Rusev is going to get attacked from behind. Going to predict it probably right now. Probably it's not that big of a prediction, but it's, if if I'm going to predict something, it's definitely going to be that. And he's going to catch a high heel from Lana. Yeah. Rusev yes. is <gasps> dun yes. dun dun. Happy Aiden Day, right? Mm-hmm. No. Um. So that was that was Monday Night Raw. That was our SmackDown preview. Awesome. Jose, yeah, um, birthday but you said you watched something over this week. Yeah, you know, wrestling um, related. Correct. There was no pay per view on Sunday, so I was like, okay, what can I watch? That's wrestling related. Glow finished that already a long time ago. Uh, so I did a little search on Netflix and found Nuestra Lucha Libre. It's in Spanish, so be ready for subtitles. But you know, it's about the life of the luchador. Uh, episode, it's only five episodes. Uh, episode one is Road to Luchador. Episode two, Inside the Ring. I'm one person. Outside the Ring, I'm another. Episode three, Born to Wrestle. Episode four, Fans in the Arena. So that, that actually was a really good episode, as is episode five, More After the Ring. Is, um, do you, are they, so this is a documentary, right? It's a documentary. Do you know who the luchas are? The luchadors? The luchadors? Uh, I don't remember their names offhand, because I, okay. I saw it, you know, really late night. And okay. I kind of binged them, so I, you know, I'm a little scramble-headed about it. Uh, Perro Arguayo, isn't it? Uh, they talk about Lismark a little bit, and then they talk about uh, uh, what was his name? It's a wrestler turned priest, hmm. Vampiro. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and another wrestler that opened up like a, a sandwich shop. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, uh, he's making sandwiches. Those are the last two episodes that sounds I can like remember, life yeah. right there. Yeah, that's um, a real lucha house party right there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but it shows like uh, a lot of these guys are like indie luchadors. Okay. So they're just getting started on the scene. That's what the first couple episodes start nice. off as. Nice. So they're like the guys that like when you go to like the because I remember I saw a match on Twenty um, Fourth Street. They have like you know the the big yeah. festivals and they set up the ring and they're just like these luchadors. I'm like I don't know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like you can tell they're they're a little they're a little husky and yeah, you know, yeah. but you can tell at one point they're they're really trying. Yeah, but they're older guys usually. The, yeah. the young guys are down at you know in Mexico trying to do it. CMLL. Yeah. So they talk about the CMLL training center and how they go through their rigorous training to become a luchador. Oh, how they receive their mask. How uh, one guy at one point got his mask ripped off of him without uh, without his permission. So. That's, you know, huge no-no down there. See, and I, I always felt that was like, I always felt like growing up, I watched WCW and they brought the luchadors in and I, I was taught by like Juventud Guerrera and Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. that the mask was like all like sacred. That was, that was sacred. Uh, yeah, see, to me it was different. To me it was Nacho Libre. Okay. okay. It told yeah. the same story too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, but then it's like WWE. They will just go for that, like pull the all mask the damn time. all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially last week. That's like um, all they did when they pulled. When he pulled um, Kalisto, not Kalisto's, but um, Lince Dorado's Lince mask. Dor- yes. Like clean off his face. What? Clean off on uh, two hundred five live. Holy smokes! And then there was someone with a towel that threw or. or well, the the ref like, tried to like the ref grabbed the mask for him and like mm-hmm. put it near his face, but. 
Yeah, it was bad. The cheeses are better. I was expecting someone with a towel just like throw it over his face because that's like what they did to like Mysterio and they also did it to uh, Kalisto like when Mm -hmm. he was feuding with Alberto Del Rio and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, those cheeses are are good when uh, WCW days where they would get Rey Mysterio's mask and like half rip it. Yeah. So half of his face was exposed, but you couldn't really tell, you know, who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then WCW did a great idea of taking the mask completely off of him. (laughs) And put him in uh, camouflage overalls. Yeah. That was the funniest thing ever. I'm sorry. They never, they, dumbest not, thing ever. They weren't just like camouflage. They were orange camouflage yeah, yeah. overalls. Oh. So the only thing you could blend into is a uh, paintball arena? Hey, man. Mm, barely. <laughs> but they did it with uh, at AAA. Was it AAA with the, um, the La Parc and um, Fantasmo? Fantasmo? I think it was AAA. Yeah. And they, well, it was like the fatal four-way. But then two got out of the cage. It was like... Um, Pentagon and someone I don't know. Yeah. I don't know too much about AAA. I, oh, I think Pentagon it. Jr. shows up in this one. Oh, that's cool. And he yeah. has a brother, I think, too. Oh, that's Phoenix, yeah. I've met yeah. Pentagon like three times. I've met him a couple times. He's pretty dope. He's really nice. Yeah, I think they talked to those guys. My friend, one, my best friend, um, his name's Gabriel. He lives up in Portland or Vancouver, right? It's near Portland. And um, he's, uh, he's Mexican. And every time he meets um, Pentagon, they always talk for like 10 minutes, just like talking shit. Not like <laughs> to each other, but like, he, Pentagon was talking so much shit on Phoenix yeah. one night. It was just, but like in a fun he way. He talks shit on everyone though. Yeah, he's like, he's like, where's your brother? He's like, oh, he's taking a shit in the in the bathroom. He's like shitting his brains out all day. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and it's all in Spanish too. So my friends just tell yeah. me about it later, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, one of, one of these episodes is really cool because they do the fans in the arenas. Yeah, and then there's one arena I forget where, but the upper level seats they'll scream down to the lower level seats and talk shit because they're rich and they got money. Yeah. <laughs> So they're, uh, but then you know the lower level seats will yell back up. They're like, "Your bus is leaving," because you know they all arrive the buses. (laughs) (laughs) Your bus is leaving. Then the fans up top would yell down and say, "We came here with your mom." Oh my god! So good rivalries with the fans. It's just back and that just sounds like a brawl is going to ensue eventually, though. Yeah, but they they talk about how they're all friendly afterwards. Okay, of course, because they're all there for like the same reason. Yeah, they like to joke around. Yeah. So yeah, I highly recommend it. Even though the subtitles, you guys will have a blast watching this. I'm gonna nice. start watching on the yeah. train yeah. right home. You gotta you gotta send me send me the at least how it's spelled. Yeah. So I'm just gonna not remember. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm already you. not a good speller. <laughs> just <laughs> like and just throw another language in there, I'm done. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Um for City Road. And thank you. Thank you, Noah, for joining us today. And Good for sure. Help you have right. you again in f- future next week. Oh, yeah, maybe. Have you back. We'll see. And yeah, we'll see, we'll see. You know, no, no promises on anyone's part. No, yeah. no. Um, but guys, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Oseguera. And I'm Noah Watts. And uh, we'll see you, uh, me and Jose, we'll see you tomorrow for the for Smackdown. Smackdown. Yeah. For yeah. Smackdown recap and review show. What do you think? Diamond or KCSF? Yeah, we'll figure that out. All right. All right. See you to, later. To be continued. Bye-bye. Yeah. See you later, guys. Bye.